If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you'll discover top resources for selling strategies, powerful tips, and best practices to open your mind and performance to the next level. You can double your sales too. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Double Your Sales Now. So excited to have you here today because Bob Diedrich and I will be discussing strategies for finding the right team that takes your online business to the next level. We all need the next level right now. Bob, thanks for being here today. Super excited to have you on the show. I'm excited to be here. We're going to have so much fun. And for our listeners everywhere, we so appreciate you, especially during this time. I know for many of you, like there's been so many challenges and there's been pivots, but I really appreciate your emails. I'm glad the show is inspiring you to keep going. For our listeners in South Africa and St. Lucia, whoever you are, much love to you because we just hit number one in your markets in the area of marketing. So thank you. Also, just a quick reminder, if you haven't downloaded our free gift yet, Six Secrets to Double Your Sales right now, even in a pandemic, go to salescoachnow.com forward slash gift. It's a PDF. You can print it out. Super easy to do. Also, because you are a podcast listener, you get a super special opportunity invite, i.e. economic disaster recovery price to come to Sales Camp. So if you're interested in that, email us at contact at salescoachnow.com. My team will get, get you set up. And I'm telling you, people want support right now. November Sales Camp is sold out. We're starting to fill into um, first quarter of 2021. So if you want to see it, let us know. We'd love to play with you. Also, finally, if you haven't left us, left us a review on iTunes yet, We'd really appreciate that. Leave us a review. Come back. Go to salescoachnow.com forward slash giveaway. We have a special gift for you to say thank you for doing that. All right. With that, I'm so excited to introduce our guest. We're just going to get right to it. Bob Diedrich. Bob is an award-winning event producer, entrepreneur, and speaker who is dedicated to making a difference in the world. Bob is currently the host of the Online Business Toolbox, where he brings together over 30 online business owners to share their success secrets. And at the end of today, we're gonna to tell you more about it and how you can participate. Bob and I go way back, sometime in San Diego years ago, I don't even know, um, and we've been reconnected. So Bob, thanks for being here. I'm so excited to have you. Uh, I'm excited to be here. You know, I, I remember that you were pregnant when you were there. So it must've been seven years ago, right? Seven years ago, yes. 
Oh, well, we love full circle and I miss, we miss California. We miss being there. We miss all of our friends. So it's, it's feels like coming home when I get to have my California friends on the show. So with that, I feel like there's so many things that you can share with our listeners and we just want to inspire them. I'd love for you to share your entrepreneurial journey, your story, what you've been up to. And also if, if you had any pesky limiting beliefs in the beginning of your journey. Jeez, that's going to take the whole show, but let's start from here. So 19 years old, you know, I grew up in a family. My mom was, um, my mom was single mom, right? My, my dad wasn't around much. Uh, we, so she was using food stamps and she was on welfare. And, you know, at that early age, I, I, I really had the idea that I wanted to, something different for my life. And I, I, you know, kept nurturing that as I grew older and, but I didn't really know how to get it. And the proof is, is that uh, my first job was at a bank because I wanted to work at a bank because that's where the money was. But guess what? They didn't pay people at banks very well. <laughs> but I learned that the hard way. And, and I spent seven years in accounting, right? Because that was the job I could get at the time. And so I spent seven years there. And as I was getting my degree, I learned from, in my last class, my capstone teacher said, you know what? You want, you want the best job, the highest paid job, the one that is recession proof, go into sales. Sales is where it's at, yes. right? And, and so... So I, you know, I, that was my goal, but it took me a while to, to finally leave sales or leave accounting, right? S 16 years in accounting, finally left accounting to go into sales. And I remember I had gotten fired from my job because I had, didn't have the guts to do it myself. So I, I was working on other projects and then, I, you know, I got fired, you know, tears in my eyes driving home and I yelling at the, through the windshield. And then it was like, I'm never going back. And so I called a couple friends and by the time I got home, I already had my first sales job. It was commission only, right? And I was selling internet stuff at the time. Internet stuff was not available. You know, it was just not good. It was recruit, uh, recruiting. And, um, uh, and I find, that's how I got my first sales job. <laughs> wow. So yeah. I want to, okay, I got to stop. So we're going to talk about a lot of things, right? Yeah. Um, you got fired. I just want to stop for a minute because I believe that our deepest intention always comes true, right? You had a desire to get out. You had a desire. And sometimes the universe has to drop kick us to make it happen. Do you yeah. look back at that now as a gift? Oh, yeah. I, I look it back and know that I made that happen because I didn't have, like I said, I didn't have the guts to consciously do it. But I made it happen because I was doing stuff I really wanted to do. So I wasn't even doing my job anymore. And I knew I was going to get fired. You know, it's just that when it happens, it's so scary. And that's what the thing is. And talk about limiting beliefs. It was so scary at the time to do it that I couldn't consciously do it. So I, so subconsciously, I'm making it happen. Yes. Oh, it's a, that's such a great way to put it. So, so you get your job commission only, by the way, that's the only way to go. I mean, that's how you learn to sell. Like you have like, in order to eat, you have to sell something. So when, like, talk about the first couple of weeks on the job. I mean, what was it like to finally realize like, this is it. Like I got to sell every day and it's commission only. Did, like, did you have limiting beliefs then about selling? Like, how did you keep going? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the first three months I, I, I was at this first job for three months until I got the job I really wanted, which was selling accounting software. Cause I knew I could do that. Right. I knew the software or whatever. I knew I could do that. The first three months though, at this other job, I didn't sell anything. So I didn't made zero that during that time period. Uh, but I was, you know, I think I was collecting unemployment at the time cause I didn't have to, you know, because I wasn't earning any money, but, um, but regardless, it was it was a learning experience, right? And I started, you know, getting into it. I started learning a lot from this guy. I learned a ton in the three months. And then I went into the commission only sales part. And then I started doing that. And then what I learned is that selling accounting software was a lot like doing accounting. And I want to mm. get myself fired from that job too. <laughs> 
Well done. But, but what I did learn too was that commission only sales is almost almost exactly like owning your own business, except you don't provide the structure, right? And so I learned all that stuff. And then from, from that uh, second sales job, I went into owning my own business and started my own, my own um, organization that kind of just kind of expanded from there. Yeah. Okay, great. So then, so let's go there because yeah. I think there's a big shift going from selling for someone else and selling, this is my own company. This is me. I'm the face of the company. Like what was that transition like for you? And did other limiting beliefs come up then? I mean, did you just hit the ground running and everything went smoothly? What was that like for you? Well, so I went from, um, from the accounting sales to a couple other smaller sales jobs. And then I got a job selling for um, an energy conservation company. And we were like the only ones in the industry. So we were just crushing it. And I, was, I wound up being the top salesperson there. I was doing awesome. And I was finding creative ways to do things. And then I came across an account where uh, they had another product. Uh, you know, the, the company that I was, a customer I was working with had another product they wanted included and we didn't offer that product. And when I asked if we could, they said, no way, we don't touch it. It was thermostats at the time. We don't touch thermostats. We're just not good at that. And we don't have good products. And so I went to the company that was making the offer for them. I said, hey, can, you know, I'm going to get this project which I wasn't going to get. I don't think I was going to get it if I didn't have thermostats. I said, uh, can you come in and do the thermostats? I'll, I'll rep your thermostats and then I'll, you know, and I'll sell them the, the lighting on the other side. They said yes. And I provided both things. Well, my company found out that I did that and I thought they'd be happy, but then they, they blackballed me from the next program. Oh. And because they weren't happy because I'm bringing in, you know, what they saw as a competitor. And so at that point, I wound up leaving that last sales job and opening up my own contracting firm. So it was a sales contracting firm. And I was bringing other salespeople in to sell for a different company. I wound up being the company that provided the thermostats. Wow. So again, it could continue to evolve. And like the next thing. So how was that for you? What was that experience like of, of now? Now I'm the CEO, I'm leading my own company. Um, were there any challenges or did the revenue just start growing quickly? What was that like for you? Well, you know, if you notice, they're all small steps, right? Going from accounting to sales job and sales job to something I was more familiar with, which was county sales. And then from there to commission only, you know, um, uh, sales with this other company. And so I'm kind of growing my um, confidence at that point. So now the next logical step is to me, for me to own my own contracting firm. And, and at each stage, which is interesting for me, and it doesn't have to be that way for people listening, but for me, it was, I was pushed into each stage, right? So somehow yeah. I created circumstances, you know, I'm, th- I'm responsible. Right. For that. I created circumstances that pushed me into the next phase versus me choosing it consciously. And here's the moral of the story. Cause, because this kind of will go on throughout our conversation here is that, the moral of the story is that um, uh, if I would have made it consciously, I could have moved so much faster to owning my own business and starting really making some really killer money, right? Because I made some really great money um, later in life, and I, uh, you know, as I started my own business. But it wasn't until you know I got pushed out each phase that I was able to do that. Yeah, and so so fast forward to you know, the business that you're in today, what was the, the rest of that evolution? And then walk us through what happened um, when the pandemic hit this year, how did that impact your business? Yeah, um, I'll go into pandemic in a second. But what I will say where is um, uh, at, uh, in 1999, I started a 
Toastmasters. I wanted, I really was loving personal development. I knew that changing my mind and how I think would change my results, right? So how you think is how you behave and how you behave or act is create, create your results. The problem is that 99% of how you behave is is subconscious right your subconscious right. mind is driving most of that so if you don't think like for example you're good enough like which is what was my belief and i'll tell you about that in a second then you're not going to be able to move into areas where you don't think you're good enough and so that was stopping me in public speaking for the longest time 18 years in toastmasters until i finally realized i the reason why I was so afraid to get on stage, even after all this time, was that I had this belief that I wasn't good enough. And then I work with this lady who I'm working with right now, and she showed me a process of how to shift your beliefs, how to how to actually connect neural pathways using some movements in about five minutes. So you have a new belief. And so they're movements because that's the way the brain you know, ignites the, the, uh, the neurons to connect and make those neural pathways. And so once I did that, within two months, I'm speaking in front of 700 people at Dell Computers, and I, I was booked for the next six months. And so I was realizing I'm sabotaging myself subconsciously uh, by doing that. And so that's, that's, for me, that was kind of the moral of the story. If I would have known that before, I could have moved through my career path much faster because at each, each stage, I was having to, to jump in and get comfortable and get, you know, kind of believe in myself. And then I could jump to the next level. Wow. So I just want to unpack that for a second because we talk a lot. I don't know what, um, modality she's using but it sounds really powerful and of course I had to write a whole book called the belief zone about beliefs because I'm so passionate about how one belief can get you stuck and I probably shared this when I spoke in San Diego but you know I had glossophobia glossophobia the deepest fear of public speaking I had to google it I'm like what do I have this is terrible and I know exactly what it went back to I mean in the ninth grade I couldn't even read a paragraph in front of the room so much work on the self right and people find it hard to believe now and I find it hard to believe because like you like once I shifted those pieces inside the results on the external change. And I think that I just want to reiterate what you said is that our, our actions, our behavior lead to our results. But a lot of times we don't know what those thoughts are because they're subconscious, what's really driving us. And I wish it was something that you could just like, you know, you could clean out all the thoughts and be done. But like you, I'm always in coaching programs. I'm always working with people. And this just recently, this new, this one of my coaches pointed to this blind spot that I had. And I was like, wow, how long have I been carrying that around? So it's a great reminder that as entrepreneurs, speakers, coaches, the importance of working on, you know, what's going on up here and our subconscious mind and really making those shifts. So, and I love it. I love a hack. Five minutes to shift some of those beliefs. And then you were at Dell making all that money. That's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. So, yeah. Anything else you want to share about that experience and the shifts that and how it's helped you? Yeah. So, um, there's something called muscle testing. I don't know, kinesiology, yes. if you've ever heard of it, right? Kinesiology can tell you because subconsciously you know what's, what the real st uh, part that's sticking you is, what the real belief is. And so you can use muscle testing, uh, if you know how to use that, um, to determine what your beliefs are, what your limiting beliefs are. And I did that. I, after about four or five beliefs, that's when I started to be more confident in public speaking. And, um, and then there's other brain hacks. For example, you know, that there's a in your chest, there is uh, um, some muscles that when they're tightened, that's where a lot of people carry your stress. When they're tightened, they block the, the muscle, the, the veins that go up through your neck into your brain, right? So your brain gets less blood flow. Well, it's obvious your brain needs blood flow to operate correctly. So if you massage those muscles for about a minute, you can oh. actually 
loosen that up. So now your brain has more blood flow. So blood flow, oxygen, hydration, and hemisync. Those are four things that, that, you know, that the brain really works with. So I've kind of become a brain expert in, 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 in you know, in subconscious thinking and, and how to optimize your brain. And it's like, that is really where my, you know, my power zone is, but, you know, since sales is so psychological, you know, I kind of become pretty good in that as well as you have. Yes. Yeah. Well, that explains. So, I mean, that's a really good technique. I didn't know about that. It also explains why when I hadn't overcome glossophobia, I'd be on the stage in front of thousands of people having a panic attack and you get really good at, cause there's no blood flow into your brain and you literally think you're dying. Right. So being on stage is the worst, but I had, I came up with hacks to deal with that in the moment and just how I would have to relax and keep going. And at some point it finally went away. Thank goodness. For those of you who deal with anxiety, panic attacks, especially when you're on stage, we feel you. Um, and those are great tools that Bob is sharing. Hemisync. I got to come back to that because I can feel my listeners are going to be like, what did he say? Tell us about that. All right. So, so you know how you're either right brain or left brain dominant, right? So when you're right brain dominant, that means you're, you're, um, uh, that means, you know, you're, you're logic, you're working for your logical side and your left brain, you're working from your, um, from your creative side. Right. And so what if you were working for both sides? Well, you can actually put your brain into hemisync because, um, uh, and, and have both parts of your brain working. And so if you imagine a, a line drawn from the middle of your body, the middle of your forehead, all the way down to, through the middle of your body, it, that's, that's like a, what they call the midline. And as soon as you cross from the right hand, using your right hand, and you cross over to the left side, you know, your your left brain is controlling it when it's on the right side. But as soon as it crosses that mid uh, midline, your left brain starts to control it, right? So it switches from left to right in your brain as you reach across your body. Well, if you do that with your other hand and then you do it again with your right hand and your left hand and your right hand and you keep going, it's kind of like priming that pump. Remember those old cars where you used to turn them to start them, right? And you get out of the car in front of the car and you turned it to start it, right? You've seen those old movies? Well, it's kind of like that. You're priming the pump. And so you do that for about a minute, cross that midline and you do that for about a minute. It puts your brain into hemisync and then both sides of your brain are working optimally and you have access to that. So if you do hydration, hemisync, blood flow and oxygen in, you know, before like, let's say you go into a big event or something that's super important, like on stage, you can actually get yourself into hemisync. It's wonderful. Thank you. I can tell people are taking notes all over the world. This is great. So uh, we were going to talk about the pandemic and the pivot. Yes. I wanted to yeah. make sure we covered that. What do you so, want to share? What was that like for you? Well, you know what? The the pandemic, um, we weren't sure what was going to happen because I was, first of all, I'm working with a, a, a awesome lady who helps people with ADHD, autism, things like that, right? And that's what our program does in brain development. Now, we it, it works for almost anybody. I mean, it works for anybody, but these people really struggle with, with brain challenges. And so when we work with them, the, the results are even more dramatic. And so that's who we focus mm -hmm. on. And when... Um, when the pandemic hit, I had been working with her for a couple of years to get her program to where it was completely virtual because she was just working with people in San Diego. She had been doing it word of mouth for 20 years, right? But she couldn't get out of San Diego because she didn't know how to help people, you know, on the other side of the nation, much less the other side of the world. So I told her we needed to go completely virtual. We needed to do videos of all the stuff you're doing. We needed to test it. We needed to have online programs. We did all of that stuff. And in March of 2020, we went completely virtual one week before the pandemic hit. Wow. It was like, how does that happen? 
but it did. And, uh, and we have been really crushing it ever since. I mean, we have so many customers. We have probably at least 10 or 20 times more customers than we, than we did before the pandemic. That sounds so divine. Like that is, that is complete like universal alignment because of the work she does. I'm sure for, especially for 20 years, just Mm -hmm. the call, like this is a great reminder for all of us, right? The call is out there for every single one of you and what you're being called to do in the world. And God bless her. That is the best news. Cause I, I can imagine the people she's serving right now and the support and does she work with youth and adults? Oh yeah. Yeah. We have, a, we have uh, this month, actually, we are um, having a, uh, we're offering an adult program and a youth program. Yeah. And so many kiddos are struggling right now and oh, so many programs. The parents, the parents are crazy, uh, you know, going crazy with their kids. And, uh, you know, ironically enough, a lot of the parents um, have ADHD. They've learned to work around it and they don't know it. And um, in fact, my, in this process of working with her, I discovered my father had ADHD, which is why he, you know, he coped the way he did. And that's a whole different story. But, you know, it was a lot of discoveries there. And, and, um, and uh, what I didn't know is that ADHD was, is like, has the highest mortality rate, higher than heart disease, higher than, uh, um, than diabetes. Um, and it's because people don't manage it. They have such compulsive behaviors and it gets them into trouble. So. I, yes, please. Like at the end, I know you're going to share lots of information, but I want to learn more about this program and um, just some of the challenges that we've had during this time. So, so total divine shift in terms of like the, the timing of that and getting it out into the world. And um, I love that story because we've heard a lot of those. I mean, there's, and my heart hurts for those businesses that are truly struggling, like restaurants, um, hospitality events, like that is, that is tough. I mean, I know, you know, in my own company, we looked at our 2020 calendar in March and I cried first and then I laughed out loud. Cause I was like, Oh, this is all going to change very quickly. But we were, you know, we had the resources and the support to pivot and we did as well. And the great part is people know how to use zoom very well right now. Right. I mean, the breakout rooms were a mystery back in March and now they're a tool that we all know how to use very well. So so Bob, on that topic, and maybe you can share from the specific example of that, the business you were just talking about, that part of your business, um, what are the top two sales strategies that you find are working really well in this different and uncertain time? Yeah, first of all, I think uh, the, big, the first big strategy that we used that really made the difference was getting on the phone with people, offering a free coaching session and being on the phone with them, right? Um, especially if you're starting out, you need to know what the language is of your customer and you need to know what their hotspots are and your, their pain points are and how are you going to diffuse them. And, and I've been on you know, like 300 sales calls with these people already. So I know what it's like, me personally, 300, right? And so- so um, super important because if you don't have those conversations, you don't really know what's going on. And when you think you know, that's when you're going to th- start getting yourself in trouble. So you need to have those conversations. I would say that's number one. Um, uh, number two, num- two and three, I'll say, is uh, then we went to a workshop format, right? Building trust, building familiarity, building likability, making putting ourselves in the position of authority. Having a two or three hour workshop was golden for us because that gave us a real, you know, free workshop, gave uh, the customer a chance to come in and try us and get a flavor for who we are. And then um, 
uh, number three would be um, that we went to a um, kind of a five-day challenge format. And we charged for it. Some people jump right into the five-day challenge, uh, but we charged for it. And um, we seem to keep people longer, you know, having to do the workshop first and then the five-day challenge. I know there's a lot of drop-off in the five-day challenge, but with the five-day challenge, you had a chance to, we had a chance to build more likability. They got a real sense of what it was like to be in our program. And at the end, when we offered it, uh, we were able to double our uh, double our closing rates because from just the workshop because there was more familiarity. They felt like they had made uh, more of a um, uh, more of a um, progress in our program. And in fact, we tell them, you know, you're like two or three weeks into the program now. Um, and which which there are studies that show when you when people feel like they're already you know several steps into your program, they're more likely to buy. Uh, kind of like when you go to the car wash and they you know they've already clipped off two chunks of that your ten you know you get ten well you got eight already and you keep coming back right. Right. Yes. Okay. I just want to unpack this really quickly because sure. I I think almost every podcast that you know where we we've talked about this question of what's the top sales strategy right now, most people have said, pick up the phone. And it feels like that was a lost art not that long ago. Like we relied so much on email marketing and all of those things, but people want to talk to you right now. I can tell you just this morning, I was on the phone with chairman of the board of a multi-billion dollar company here in Minneapolis. And I got a little nervous. I have to say like, that doesn't go away, I guess. You know, when you're excited and you're like, wow, this is a big opportunity. What I can tell you is it works. And people want to connect right now. Our clients who make cold calls tell us that no one's ever, people haven't been nicer. They're answering their phone. They're picking it up. So great reminder, pick up the phone. Uh, of course, right now doing workshops is a phenomenal way to connect. And I love the idea of a five-day challenge so that you can be relatable. You can get connected. And really then you're serving. People get to have a sense of what you offer and then they can make an educated decision. That's what selling is, right? Yep. So that's, that's beautiful. And oh, if I can add on to that, also charging for that five-day challenge was key too, because it gives them the chance to pay pay you and feel, and, and that kind of opens the door psychologically that it's safe to pay you money. And 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 even though it's for us, it's only forty-seven dollars. It acts as a tripwire that that now they feel like okay, you know, it's one more psychological obstacle that has been overcome. And now when it's time to ask for $3,000 for an advanced program, which is higher than, you know, anything I've seen out there, um, it's, it's a lot easier. Now we're closing at 25% instead of 10%. That's a great reminder because they've already paid, they've already made that one step with yeah. you and, yeah. and there's that trust that's built. Mm -hmm. And you're right, studies have been done on that as well. This is such great information, people, everyone. I know you're listening and you're taking notes. I wanna make sure we have time for this because, um, you are obviously an expert in many things, but an expert certainly in, you know, entrepreneurship and helping other people grow their businesses. And you've been in so many different businesses and you work with so many different clients. Today, we're really talking about, you know, how to scale, right? How do, you know, strategies for finding the right team that takes your online business to the next level. So I would love it, Bob, if you would share two to three strategies in that realm. How do we, how do we grow great teams? You and I were chatting ahead of this, that that can be one of the most challenging things is finding the right team members to up level, especially when you're growing. Yeah. Um, the first step to finding the right team is find the right mentor 
that has already done what you want to do. I mean, it's so obvious, but most people don't do it, right? You hire a coach that's never scaled. You hire a coach that's never created a team and doesn't know who a virtual assistant is, doesn't know how to spell VA, <laughs> right? So, so you want to, you know, you want to you want to hire the right coach or the right mentor. If you don't have a coach or mentor, you, you know, you're already one step behind, but if you hire the wrong one, you may as well not have one because they're not showing you what you need to know. So I would say, you know, the first step is hire the right person person that's already done what you want to do, that knows how to build the team and can guide you through the process. Excellent. Yeah, such a great point of, of how do you find a mentor, find a mentor that can pull you to the next level that has that experience and is willing to share, right? I think there's some who kind of, it's like hard to pull out information, others who genuinely are excited to help you and get right. to that next level. So it's a good question to ask. What else right. do you have? Yep. Uh, the other part is I always work with partners. You know, um, I think it's kind of a scarcity mindset you know, me, for me, for me personally, some people like to work by themselves. For me, it would be a scarcity mindset to try and do it myself because there are weak spots I have stuff I don't like to do anyway. Right. So why not have somebody who loves to do what you don't like to do and is good at something that you're not good at. And you, you've basically doubled your skill set at the very top level of your company. And now as you can run your whole company with two, maybe even three people, uh, I, I would say two is better because, you know, splitting things 50 50 is a lot easier than splitting things, you know, in thirds when it comes to, you know, profits. So I would say 50 50 is a really good way to do it. And then between the two of you, you can get started. And then when it's time to scale, um, you can, uh, one person could be responsible for half the company. Like for example, with my company, I'm in charge of sales and marketing and bin and my, my partner's in charge of uh, fulfillment. And it, you know, that might sound lopsided, but fulfillment is a big deal that I don't want to have handle because I don't know how to fulfill, you know, customers who have ADHD. Um, that is not my sweet spot, but I can, I can kick butt at the other stuff and I do. And so I handle my stuff. She handles her stuff and we, and we split everything 50, 50. And so having a partner, I would say this is the next thing. So mentor number one, that's done it already partner number two, and then it's start time to get into the nitty gritty, which is um, where do you find your teams? And you can, you know, you can find your team, you can take a couple different strategies, but really your mentor is going to guide you on this, but you're going to need a sales team and you're going to need a fulfillment team. Right. And so, um, so work with your mentor in having your fulfillment person handle the fulfillment team, salesperson handle the sales team. Sometimes you want to handle sales managers. Sometimes you want to just get a, an individual salesperson, but you want to find somebody that, you know, that you can get in there and, um, and that can work really um, uh, um, based on performance, really, especially with sales. You know, if you can find people that are going to work on based on performance, it really helps your bottom line because what happens, what I've seen is when we have um, fixed costs, um, or uh, I would say, no, they're variable costs, they're variable costs, right? So in other words, if we make a sale, I pay commission. We don't make a sale. I don't pay commission. So that co that cost varies with the amount of income that comes in. And if you can always set up your your um, your teams like that, then you don't pay them unless they perform. And just like you, you don't get paid unless you perform. So that's a great strategy. If you have fixed costs, like I'm going to pay you a salary, bad strategy because um, that person's going to get paid no matter what happens. And um, and you don't want to be paying for people who's not who aren't producing. Um, so having the the 
you know, the one team, the physical team, the, the team that is really, you know, kind of your employee team. And there's, there's another team, which is your virtual assistant team. And some people will start that way. Your virtual assistant team could look like, you know, your admin person who might be in the Philippines or in, in some other you know, country, or maybe they're just a independent contractor. Maybe they do work in your, the country that you're in. And, um, uh, and they're an independent contractor, but having a virtual assistant team that's somebody who can handle your virtual your your um, your websites, somebody who can handle your sales pages, building out your program, you know, interviewing those people. Um, there are courses. In fact, inside the online business toolbox, we have somebody that specializes in virtual assistants and building your virtual assistant team, and we have a specific interview on that that you can listen to that goes deep into that. So, you know, once you start to scale, you need to build your team out. One team is your virtual assistant team. The other team is like your sales team, your fulfillment team, right? And so um, you want to make the distinction of who they are and then, you know, kind of lay that out. And even if it doesn't come, come to fruition, um, if you lay it out in the form of, a, you know, maybe an organization chart of some sort, then you can start to see where you're going to need your, your people. Yeah. Wow. This was such a great conversation. Probably one of the best conversations we have, we've had on scaling. Thank you for breaking it down and being so um, transparent about what you've done in your own business, because this was great. So find the right mentor who can lead you. Mm -hmm. work with partners or have a partner in your business, which that's a whole other conversation. So, um, <laughs> because you gotta be very picky, let's just say that, find the right partner, uh, have the right legal agreements in place. Third, you know, really start to build that, that team on the sales side and the fulfillment side and, and add virtual assistance as needed. And you mentioned, of course, the online toolbox where you have somebody that's going to be talking specifically about how to grow and scale your team, plus a lot of other experts. So Bob, take it away. Tell us about the online business toolbox, please. All right, so the online business toolbox is to help people who have, uh, who want to start their, their business now or have already started and are looking to scale, right? We bring together over 30 different experts that have, who have already built an online business and are and basically in the program, there, there are 30 different interviews. We interview them, talk about what is your story so everybody can hear the story to success and know that, hey, wherever I am in life, I can do this too. I just heard this guy that who's in the same position you know, I was in, and now he's built his online business. And guess what? By hearing their story, you can go faster because you can see all the pitfalls that they did and you can make decisions. And what they took in five years, it might take you, you know, six months. So um, that that's you know, number one. Number two is all of these experts also um, have products and programs that can help you move faster. Some are in sales like yourself. Uh, Ursula is going to be um, uh, in our program talking about how to double your sales. We also have other people coming in talking about um, you know, how to start an Etsy business or how to create your branding or how to build a, 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 an audience that wants to hear about your uh, company, virtual assistants, how to build sales funnel, um, uh, how to create a, a six-figure figure business by writing. I mean, there, it goes on and on. So there are so many things in this that will help you start your online business or scale your online business. Uh, and it's free. So, you know, just go to obtoolbox.com. That's O for online, B for business, toolbox.com and register for free and you can, uh, you can check it out. It's, it's filled with information. Oh, thank you so much for sharing. I'm, I'm thrilled to be part of it really excited to and excited to share with our listeners 30 interviews obtoolbox.com it's also going to be in the show notes right now i know every one of us can use um 
use some inspiration, motivation, and real strategy. So take advantage of this. Who knows? Like there might be, you know, one or two things that help you up-level your business right now. So again, it's yeah. obtoolbox.com. Bob, yeah. final thoughts from you, final word. Well, we've got um, we've got tons of surprises in this program. Uh, we, so we're going to have more than 30 speakers, just a spoiler alert, but I'm not going to tell you how many more, uh, but they're bonuses. And we have uh, we even have a day where we have somebody coming on live. Somebody I know uh, most of you have heard of uh, coming on live and going to do a live surprise interview. And, um, it, you know, it's just going to be packed with information and a lot of energy, a lot of fun around it and really inspiring. So if you're at home, you're unemployed, you're, you don't know when you're going back to your job. This is the time to build your business. you got such a great opportunity here and it doesn't cost you money. We have one guy talking about how to start a business where you can start getting paid tomorrow. Right. Some people talk about it and you get paid in 20 days. Um, so these are really fast ways. Some are fast ways. Some are, you know, longer, bigger businesses strategies, but these are great ideas. So you can start, you know, getting, uh, getting paid and getting, uh, working for yourself, you know, building your own dream instead of building somebody else's. That's phenomenal. I hope you all take advantage of it. obtoolbox.com. I'm going to be in the show notes. I forgot to ask you, um, the other business that you talked about in case there's someone out there who's like, Oh, I'd love to learn more about the, the business about ADHD and other places we can find you. Yeah, uh, you can go to brainworksinc.com. That's B-R-A-I-N, brain, W-O-R-X-I-N-C.com. And there you can find um, adult programs, um, uh, child programs. We can show you stuff on how to rewire your brain, rewire those subconscious thoughts. Um, and it's not just for people with ADHD. It's really for anybody who wants to you know, uh, level up their game and understand that there's more potential in their brain that they're accessing um, because that's really what we're doing is we're connecting we're connecting neurons, which are the um, the essential part of how the brain develops. We'll add that to the show notes as well. Brainworksinc.com. Bob, thank you so much for being here, for sharing your wisdom, your experiences. I know you've inspired a lot of people all over the world. So thanks again. All right. My pleasure. Yeah, awesome. And to our listeners all over the world, we so appreciate you. Email us at contact at salescoachnow if there's anything we can do for you. Also, our newest, our latest edition is the 2X Intensive. One of our clients attended and she said in the first 11 minutes, she put this in writing, I didn't ask for it. In the first 11 minutes, she made her money back. This is a great course. We're super excited to help clients who are over the 200,000 mark get to 400,000 and beyond. You can go to salescoachnow.com forward slash apply. We'll get you all the details and how you can come and play. That's it for now, everybody. Make this your most epic month yet. Bye for now. Bye. Thanks for listening to Double Your Sales Now. To get more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to tune in next week. And until then, we'd appreciate your review on iTunes.